Authentic Experts with Kara James, the show that takes you around the world to share interviews with some of the most successful and relevant people on the planet. Hear their stories and get the most important business lessons they have learned on their road to success and get exclusive advice on how to implement their success into your life and business. Authentic Experts with Kara James is brought to you by the Strategic Advisor Board and your host, Kara. Hello, everybody. Kara James here from Authentic Experts Podcast. And with me today, I'm excited. I have Becky Mollenkamp, and she is an accountability coach for smart, high-achieving business owners who need help reaching goals without burnout, which mm-hmm. we know can be tough, right, Becky? So absolutely. Love to, yeah. I'd love to uh, get your take on that and tell us all about you know what you do and um, how you do that, your special yeah. craft. Well, thank you for having me. I'm an accountability coach. I work with feminist founders who are in a growth mode. And usually they're reaching a point of saying, I'm starting to lose some of my passion for my business. I'm losing motivation. I don't understand quite what's going on here. A lot of times it coincides with reaching some magic number, seven figure revenue, eight figure revenue, where they sort of thought everything was going to get easier, feel better, and it doesn't. And so they often come to me because they're looking for what they think they need, which is some time management help or just some tips for how to sort of soldier through this. My work actually usually goes much deeper than that, but the goal is to get them back into action mode when they've been feeling that sort of stagnation around getting things done and also just around how they feel about their business. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. I think we've all been there, right? And a lot of times, like you said, even if you reach six, seven figures, um, you know, I haven't reached seven yet, but, but, you know, as you grow more and more, it's still just, it's, there's more and more added on to that. There's more issues, there's more um, time management, as you said, or just kind of figuring out the day to day and keeping it aligned with what you're doing and scaling, right? So yeah, um, and often it's about letting go. And that can be very difficult when you've been in the driver's seat and maybe the only person in the car for a long time. And my folks usually have started to add on team members, they're in that kind of growth. And there can be a struggle still, though, of sort of this hoarding of all the responsibilities, even though they really want to let things go, it can be a struggle. And so sorry, if you hear my dog sneezing. (laughs) Um, A lot of my work is around holding space for them to unpack all of that about what's What's causing me to feel overworked, to feel stressed out, to feel a lack of motivation or a lack of passion? And often it does come back to that, I'm doing too much. (laughs) And yet there's this feeling, this nagging thing of, but I can't let anything go, or how am I going to trust someone else with this thing? And so that's what a lot of our work gets down to is really realigning with your values, those things that were most important to you, probably the why of starting your business. But when you get into that accelerated growth mode, it can be easy to be, to sort of lose sight of that, to kind of mm-hmm. steer off from those because you get so into the machinations of building a business and reaching the bottom line and you know making sure they're hitting those numbers and all of those things. Mm-hmm. That you may start to lose sight of that. And I work with people who have really strong people first values. Profits are important, but what really matters is their own health and their own care, their team, and if they're happy, and then giving back to the community, which is also really important to my people. They want to give back. And so it's helping them reconnect with that and figure out how do you, as you grow your business, 
make sure you still maintain those values. How do you prioritize your own needs as an owner, as a founder, when your business is getting larger? How do you make sure that you're creating a culture that represents the way you want to show up? How do you make sure you're using, allocating your time and your money to give back in the ways that feel important to you, right? And that's sort of this returning to those things as you've reached this sort of new pinnacle on your journey and making sure that you're representing yourself and, and doing business the way you really want. Because what I've discovered is when you are, even though that can be challenging, that's when it feels good. That's no. when it starts to feel good. And usually when people start to make the changes during those difficult growth periods, they start to make those changes to get back to their values. It's when they start to get motivated again, start to feel passionate about their business again. Wow, that's great. Yeah, that's huge, right? So what do you do? Can you give us a little tidbit of what you do with the client without giving away too much? Um, no, I don't you know what that looks away. like. As far as no, it's fine, because it's not like I have some patented secret here either. I'm a coach in the truest sense of that word. And I know there's a lot of confusion in the marketplace about coaching, because it is an unregulated industry, which means anyone can kind of hang up a shingle and call themselves a coach. And I'm not here to slight that it's fine. But it has led okay. many consumers, many business owners that are looking for assistance, some confusion about what is a coach versus a consultant versus a strategist versus a therapist, by the way, which is a very different thing. But there are yeah. a lot of coaches that are sort of practicing therapy. Not good. That's not what I do. There are also though a lot of strategists who call themselves business coaches. I totally understand that because people just associate those things together. But I'm a coach in the truest sense of that word, which coaching really is about holding space, right? I'm, I'm here to create a space for you where you can come in, allow yourself to get vulnerable, to get real, to open up, to unpack all that stuff in your brain, right? So that you have this container of space where you're not going to have to worry about being judged. You're mm -hmm. not going to have to worry about trade secrets getting out. You're not going to have to worry about your staff finding out, right? This is really just a space just for you. And I'm also there to ask probing questions, mm -hmm. to ask questions, of, hopefully, that maybe you haven't yet considered to help you sort of explore this idea outside of yourself. When we're very much in the muck of things, it can be very difficult to step outside of ourselves. We even oh, yeah. think we do or we try, <laughs> Absolutely. but it's very yeah, yeah. difficult, right? You're in yeah, it. You're totally in the day-to-day -day of your business. It's hard to step out of that. And so I'm there to help sort of be that person who can help you step outside of it, ask questions and think in a new way. And then the last thing that a coach does is hold up a mirror. I'm there to reflect back to you what I see in your body mm. language, you know, from week to month to month, week to week, what I'm there to notice about what you've said and maybe how the difference shows up a little differently in the way you're acting and the way, you know, what you're doing, right? I'm there to be that mirror for you, to help you see yourself because it's so hard to do that. So that's what coaching looks like. I'm not there mm -hmm. to tell you what to do. I don't give you answers. I don't, you know, a coach really isn't about giving advice. Occasionally we'll dip into advice when that's asked for, but mostly a co coaching is about space for you to do your own work, which sometimes can be a hard sell for people because they think, no, I just want somebody to tell me what to do. Yeah. But the truth is, if you get really honest with yourself, your best decisions are almost always those that were because you came up with the idea, right? Because it came from a knowing inside of you that this is really what I need to do here. We can seek all that input and advice, but sometimes that just muddies the waters, makes us more confused because often we get conflicting advice or we can take those actions, but if they weren't really aligned with what matters to us, if it didn't sit right in deep inside of you, Mm -hmm. The results were not going to feel good. The actions probably won't feel good. The results won't feel right. And so I think most of us, when we really get honest, know that that what we really need is just a place to go process, 
to figure this right. stuff out. Maybe have someone kind of help us nudge us along the way with some good questions, but really it's about figuring it out for yourself. You've built this amazing business. You know what you're doing. It's just that you're so in it, you need a space to step out of it. Yeah. And the reason I think it's important to invest in coaching is because we think we'll do that, right? We, we promise ourselves, oh, I'll have a CEO day. I'll, ha I'll go have a solo, I'll have like a little retreat for myself. And then that keeps getting the thing that gets pushed further and further down. But when we put money behind it, when we have someone waiting on us, we're yeah. much more likely to show up for ourselves. And yeah. so I call myself an accountability coach, but not because I'm holding you accountable. I'm helping you hold yourself accountable yeah. by showing up. Yep, exactly. And I think a lot of us need that too, the accountability piece, right? Just to, and we feel like we know the right answer, but like you said, those probing questions, it's going to help you dig a little deeper. And it's just, I, I, we talk about this a lot with a lot of the guests that I have on is, well, not only right, taking that 30,000 foot overview, right? We're just in so deep of what we're doing. We can't read our, our own label, right? We're, we're so high up in the jar, so deep in the jar that we can't read our own label. And it happens to the best of us in the day to day, right? You just get so deep into it. Um, so that is, that's great that you do that. Um, and then being held accountable to actually follow through with, with what you've talked to your coach about and, you know, things that the questions that you've asked that, you know, a lot of times we haven't realized, oh my gosh, that's a great question. I didn't even think about that. And it's something so simple, right? So, yeah. yeah. And sometimes they are questions people have thought of, but there's something about having someone else ask it. Yeah. That's right? very different. Like <laughs> yeah. when I will say to people, when was the last time you had like time off? Yeah. How often do you rest? What are you doing for self-care or for rest? Those are questions where people often go like, yeah, 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 I know, I know. But then I, no, no, really. Yeah. Tell me. Yeah, really. You, no, write that, that down. <laughs> yeah. And that yeah. is where having that external voice, it just is enough to help us say like, that's, this is important. This does matter. I do need these things. Right. And so sometimes we need that voice. I don't know what that is about us. Um, and if, if anyone knows the four tendencies by Gretchen Rubin, uh, it's, she talks about the four different ways people show up for getting things done for themselves. And one of those is the obliger, which is actually one of the more common ones. And especially around among women, we have been, you know, really programmed to start being people who care for others or care about what others think. And if you do have that obliger tendency, coaching especially is very helpful, accountability coaching, because you're the kind of person then that tends to get things done when someone else asks. You won't always do it for yourself, oh, yeah. but if somebody else is checking in, you're gonna be sure to meet that deadline. You're gonna be sure to get that done. Um, and so for people like that, it's especially helpful. But honestly, I work with questioners and rebels. I work with all of the, the types and, and a good accountability coach kind of knows how to work with all the different types of folks. Uh, but I think knowing a little bit about yourself and the way you show up and what motivates you to get things done, if you know having someone else check on you is going to do it, then getting an accountability partner can be really helpful. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And how would you describe a rebel? Well, rebels are the people who aren't going to get it done if someone's asking them, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I, the last thing I'm going to do is, and honestly, it's not even if someone else, it's if they ask themselves. So if you're the kind of person who's like, I set these, my best intentions and I never get it done. I've asked other people to help me get it done. And then I just feel more like not getting it done. Like yeah. if, my, if my partner asked me to do the laundry, there's no way I'm going to do it. And even when <laughs> I tell myself I'll do it tomorrow, I don't do it. You might be a rebel. And those yeah. for those people, it is the most difficult to get things done. They find yeah. it very difficult because 
everything feels like a challenge internally, externally. Yeah. And really with those folks, we have the, the important thing is to every day ask yourself, what do I want to do today? What would feel good today? And that can be very hard because sometimes that's not the thing that actually feels the most pressing, but you're mm -hmm. not going to do that thing anyway. So asking yourself each morning, what would feel the best thing? What would feel the best to do today? Yeah. Do that, allow yourself that. And then you may get to that other thing because you've given yourself that freedom now because rebels need to feel freedom. So if they felt the freedom to do something, to explore something that felt good, then they may go back to that other stuff on their to-do list because it's not feeling like internal or external pressure. So a little bit of advice for the rebels out there. Yeah, well, I know. I, I feel like sometimes I have that tendency. So that's why I was mm -hmm. asking, you know, um, your suggestion on that. Not not a hundred percent, but um, yeah, there's just something about it. Some, you know, with certain things like, oh, I'm just, I just not doing it. <laughs> yeah. Do and that's it, where an accountability know? partner coach can show up to mm -hmm. ask what would actually feel good right now. And yeah. it's amazing for rebels when they have that freedom to say, oh, like I can explore whatever I want right now. That yeah. starts to open things up for them. And they become where they thought they weren't productive before suddenly they're productive. <laughs> it's just a different way of looking at productivity. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. This is great. I love how you how you do this. And I love, you know, the probing questions uh, piece of it rather than just giving straight out, uh, here's what you need to do. You yeah. Know, and there are certain I, you... things where getting a strategist, I absolutely think is important. So yeah. I'm not saying any of that's wrong. Yeah. There are times when we just don't have the knowledge base. We need somebody to tell us what to do because we truly don't know. So I think what you're asking for yourself, like when you're exploring, do I want a coach or a strategist? That's a really important thing to know. Do I, is this something I just don't have the skill set around? Am I truly lacking knowledge, information, skills here? If so, then a strategist might be the right thing. But if you can get really honest, and sometimes it's hard to get this honest with ourselves, but get honest and say, do I know that internally, I actually, like I have the skills, I have the knowledge, there's something else inside that's kind of holding me back. That's generally where a coach is going to be more helpful because sure. they're going to help to uncover what is that thing mm -hmm. that's holding you back then. If we know it's not the skills and the knowledge and for if you're a business owner who's been going through a lot of growth and suddenly you're feeling unmotivated or you're not as productive, that's probably not a lack of knowledge thing, right? You've yeah. proven that you have the skills, you have the knowledge. There's something else happening and that's a coach can be really good at helping bring that out. Yeah, that's great, Becky. Yeah, so it seems like it would be perfect for you to pair up with a strategist. Yeah, I love working and, with, yeah. I love working, I love when my clients are also in therapy, because I'm not there, like, you know, some of the mindset stuff, we do talk a bit about some of the fears and things that are going on, but I'm not going to get into trauma stuff. So I love it when they're in therapy, because yeah. like, it's perfect to be able to say those are the things to deal with there. And I love when I also do a lot of referrals with my clients to strategists or to other mm -hmm. consultants that are going to help them because as they begin to discover, oh, what I really need here, I think I just need to hire a CMO. I need yeah. to hire a fractional CFO because I need to get this piece off of my plate, but I don't know how to do that. And that's what's been keeping me from it. Yeah. Then let's, then, hey, I know people. I've been, because I network like crazy. So I know lots of people that can help you with that thing and that thing. And so I love being able to refer folks for getting the specific help they need once they internally know yeah. What is it exactly that you need? Yeah. And they're happy to do that because they've figured it out with you. Uh, well, right. They figured it out on their own. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. I don't like to take but I mean, with your my question with yeah. my coach, right. I figured yeah. out yeah. this is, you know, sometimes we need that second person. Um, that's what I was saying earlier. I don't even know if I finished what I was saying, but um, as far as just always working alone as a solopreneur entrepreneur, you know, there's a lot of times we just need somebody to, 
bounce that idea off of and, and feel yeah. better about or like, yeah, you're, that is right. You're going in the right direction or just getting that, you know, getting right. the, uh, the validation. And even when, so. even when you have a team, you know, when you're that head, if you're the person at the top, you can't always explore all of those things with yeah. your team. Right. And so, yeah. yeah, it can feel very lonely. Even when you yeah. start, it's funny, even as you're business grows, your team grows, you can start to even feel a little more lonely in some yeah. ways because now you have all these people, but you can't talk to them about some of these issues. Yeah. And that's where, because I have people talk to me all the time too about issues with team, right? And trying yeah. to explore those things. You certainly can't talk to that with your team about yeah. those issues. So yeah. yeah, it can be very lonely no matter, like for the people who are just the person of one, just know that like it's lonely whether you're a person of one or you have a hundred yeah. employees. That's it can fine. be. Yeah, and so exactly. getting, Absolutely. there is nothing like, I know sometimes people feel like asking for help is somehow a sign that they've failed or a weakness. And it's absolutely not. It's really a sign of strength to know what you need and to right. be able to get that support. That's, that's, that takes strength to do that. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. That's the best leaders, you know, yeah. the mentors. Yeah, for sure. Um, so yeah, I'd love to hear about your one-to-one -one coaching program and uh, let others know about what you offer. Yeah, I do a 90 minute deep dive with all new clients where we figure out what were your values? What was your why? What are the guiding principles for you? What's gotten you to where you are? Where are you feeling off now? What's going on? Mm -hmm. What's feeling not quite right? What's causing these issues around motivation or passion? And then where are you wanting to get to? Uh, and then from that, with that information together, we explore. So what is the plan to get back onto that path that feels right? That deep dive call usually leads with people and honestly the people i work with are smart and they know once they're given that space it doesn't usually take long for them to really start to uncover the this is what's going on and these are this is what i need to fix here and they've just had some fear that's keeping them from do it so doing that so we just explore together then so what does the path forward look like for you what do you want to do what changes do you want to make and we kind of map out what their next six months to a year maybe even longer looks like right so that they can start to get back on track and then after that i meet with my clients most of them once a month for half an hour because oh. I work with very busy people who one of the problems that people often have with coaching, I've discovered after being somebody who used to do much more intensive coaching, is that most of these people don't, they don't want to be meeting with a coach every week for an hour. They don't have that kind of time. That's one of the things that keeps them from doing it. When they learn that we can have half an hour once a month and it can still be very powerful for them, that's a big game changer. So then we meet once a month. I have a few clients that choose twice a month. Most stick with once a month. And it's just a, hey, here's what you said. How did it go? What got in the way? Let's explore anything that kept you from, that took you off track or that kept you from doing those things you were saying were important to you. And then we recommit. Okay, then what's the next, what's next? What are you gonna be doing over the next month? And then I do some check-ins in between our calls too. Perfect, that's great. That, sound, that sounds great, yeah. And just knowing in the back of your mind for that month, well, I'm not gonna show up to Becky and or with Becky and tell her I didn't do anything and nothing changed, right? I mean, you don't wanna do that, so. That's exactly that's right. And for yeah. people themselves, like they just want to yeah. feel that. And honestly, again, it's about that, for themselves, making that commitment to say, I'm gonna put this in my calendar that once a month I'm committed to making mm -hmm. sure that I'm moving that ball the way I said I wanted to move it down the field. Yeah, that's great, Becky, love it. Yeah, yeah thanks. Thank um, so where can everybody reach you? 
Yeah, you can find me at beckymollenkamp.com. Hopefully the spelling of my name is somewhere. But honestly, if you type it in wrong, Google will still find me because I think I might be the only one in the world for all I know. Like, It's nice having a rare name. So beckymollenkamp.com or you can connect with me on LinkedIn. I love LinkedIn connections. Just let me know where you heard me so that I accept the connection and then we can chat there too. Great, great. And you know what? I'll spell it right now just for those listening in. That Yeah, so it's Becky, B-E-C-K-Y. And then M-O-L-L-E-N is in Nancy, K-A-M is in Mary, P is in Paul. So the yeah. K in camp sometimes throws people off. Yeah, I think of right. John Cougar Mellencamp. He was with a C, but not me. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, so one of the last questions that I ask guests are, do you have a book recommendation for the audience? I do. And especially for anyone who is non-white, anyone who is a woman, but it's honestly for anyone. The book is called Rest is Resistance by Trisha Hersey, not Hershey, Hersey, who is the founder of the NAP Ministry. If you don't follow the NAP ministry on Instagram or other places, do that. But she wrote a book called Rest is Resistance, and it is a beautiful, almost like a sermon on the power of rest, especially as an act of like liberation of saying, I'm going to free myself from hustle culture. I don't want to, con- I don't want to wear myself to the ground. I deserve and need rest. And we all do. Um, and we all deserve and need rest that we don't even have to earn. We just inherently need rest and it's okay to take it. And Coming from somebody who's really focused on helping people with productivity, talking about rest may seem strange in a way, but I think rest is such an important part of productivity. We can't maintain, we're not robots. We can't maintain that productivity productivity without rest. And so if you struggle with self-care, if you struggle with rest, which is a lot or most of us, I really recommend it. Great. Thank you so much. I love the book recommendations I get here. So I just tried. I don't know how you, yeah, with all of those, I'm sure your book list is like. Seriously, I'm all, you know, and with Amazon being so convenient, literally I get off and then (laughs) it'll be here tomorrow. (laughs) So yeah. I have piles of books I haven't read. Most of those I have, but the ones behind me, if you can see that. Well, and even better if if it's an audio book, but yeah, no, we all need to rejuvenate regardless. We don't think we have the time to rest, but no, for sure. Yeah. If you find yourself saying, I don't have the time to do self-care, I don't have a time for enough rest, yeah. then that's even more of an indicator that read yeah. the book that you need. Yeah. It. Or what's the saying, then you better, you better find the time to be ill then. Right. Yeah, so, exactly. One or the other. Oh. Right. Well, thank you so much for being here, Becky. And I hope you'll come back. Love to Thanks uh, for having me. chat with you again. Yeah. yeah, I love chatting about uh, the work I do because I'm so passionate about it and I love it so much. I can so tell. thank you for giving me a forum to do that. Yeah, absolutely. Happy to have you. So yeah, we will we will hopefully see you soon, Becky. Take care. Thanks for listening to Authentic Experts with Kara James. Please leave your feedback and visit strategicadvisorboard.com to get the latest and greatest business advisement on the planet. Follow us on social media for updates and we'll see you on the next episode.